I got I got a question. Uh, the title for the film was that the original title? Because I swear I saw it under something else. Uh, no, the original the original title was in the drift. Got, uh, okay, makes more sense now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So the title is just a marketing just drift. a marketing thing. Okay. Yeah, I mean, at some point, I mean, I really wasn't part of uh, of that uh, uh, choice, but but uh, yeah, at some point they obviously threw around different different ideas, and obviously they're you know trying to piggyback on on uh, uh, other. <laughs> uh, franchises which is pretty clear in the title it's, but, yeah i mean uh it, it was it was a market it was a marketing tactic uh yeah it's it's an asylum so, thing i mean so I'm, i didn't know I'm i just saw it. one day oh it, it became fast and fierce death race one day and i was like oh okay well <laughs> uh, how did you get involved with the uh, production well i still believe in the tooth fairy and i uh had lost the tooth and I put it under my pillow and I said my, uh, my prayers to the tooth fairy. And I said, please, uh, let this, uh, acting role come along. No, I'm kidding. So, um, (laughs) the management fairy uh, just appeared and said, yeah, I got an audition for you in five minutes. It's pretty pretty close to how it all happens though. It's like, so how'd you get the job? Well, I, I prayed to the tooth fairy. How old are you? I'm in my forties. Yeah. And then I got a call, you know, uh, but no, uh, um, so the director, Jared Cohen, I, we, we did a movie together uh, in November of 2019, uh, and that was the first movie we, we, did, we did together. Um, I can't talk too much about that film other than it's a thriller, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to come out in, the, in, in August um, as a, a TV movie. But so we linked up on that job and um, I played the, 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 the male lead and, and that, and we got along, we got along real well and had a, a good experience uh, creatively together. <clears throat> and so when this movie, uh, when he signed on to do this movie, you know, he, he called me and he said, there, you know, I'm, do, I'm doing this movie. Uh, I think you'd be great for the, for the lead role. Mm. What actor doesn't want to hear that? Right. So <laughs> I thought, I said, great. All right, cool. So, um, and then, uh, you know, and then we, they started the, the casting process and, and, uh, he, he definitely wanted me to definitely wanted me to play the role. And I don't know exactly what was going on over there, but you know, it was the process of, 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 of casting and putting it all together. And, and, uh, uh, you know, when the, when the dust settled, uh, you know, they gave me the nod. So, um, it was the first time I'd worked with the with the guys at, at Asylum, and uh, um, and yeah, so that's that's how it came to happen. Uh, did you get to read with any of the other people that were auditioning for the other roles, or were you just completely separated from that process? Um, well, they did hold an in-person casting um, mm-hmm. that I was unable to go to, so I sent in a I sent in a tape. Um, but I don't, I don't believe that, you know, that everything came together, you know, at the last second, everybody, everybody, <laughs> all the casting, like having like, so, so yeah, so they, they didn't have anybody locked. They didn't have anybody locked in mm-hmm. um, during the, I can tell you that. I mean, even though I wasn't there, I know, I know nobody was locked in and they had them there for the, for the readings, but um, 
uh, I sent in the first tape and, and the director was like the best, the best, the best reading of the character we heard all day. Of course I was like, Oh, that's, that's a, that's a good start. Right. <laughs> Uh, you know, but then the executives were like, as like, it was, you know, like it was, was going down the, down the line. Then um, they, they, they wanted to see, they wanted me to do it again and do something a little bit slightly different. Uh, so I sent in a second tape and uh, yeah, it, it, it was a little, I'll be honest with you. It was a little insane coming down the wire because, because, I, I sent in the, you know, I sent in the second tape and, um, um, they, he, the, he kept telling me, he's like, it's close to happening. You should be getting the call any second. And I was like, oh, this is, I mean, I can't, I can't ask for any better news. And then they called me and they called me and then I had it. And then all of a sudden, oh, wait, somebody didn't approve you. Hold on. And I was like, I just thought, Oh my God, this is insane. And then it finally, you know, then, then it finally, you know, every, everybody's on board. You're in, you're playing the lead guy. Um, but I forget what you'd ask. So yeah, reading with, with reading any, everybody. Yeah. Nobody, nobody was reading with anybody. In fact, the, the girl, uh, Paulina Wynn, who's in the, in the, in the car with me, uh, escaping or running away, running away from D, DMX. Um, um, I met her at the wardrobe, at the wardrobe pitting. I didn't know who she was. I didn't know if she, if she, if she was going to be in the movie or whatever, but she was like, I'm playing so-and-so. And I'm like, Oh, I'm playing. I said, we're, we're going to be spending a lot of time together. I knew that from, <laughs> from reading the script. I was like, we're going to be spending a lot of time together. So it's good to meet you. Uh, so that was a long answer to your question of if we were reading if we were reading with other actors. But, uh, did did you at least have some time with the other actors to try to uh, get the camaraderie going to make the uh, the relationships more believable? Um, no. <laughs> so this but, was a very fast tracked movie, huh? Yeah, this was this was my this was like fast track it as fast as you could possibly think. So, um, what what it did force you to do um, was you know usually you have you know you uh, usually you have rehearsals and then you, you know I mean you'll have a you'll have maybe a, a reading of the script with the cast and then maybe you'll have even have some rehearsals prior to shooting and you have as a so. No, we bypassed all that and we just catapulted right into the first day of shooting. So basically what that forced us to do was um, stay incredibly focused while, while we were shooting. So very little dilly-dallying, very little chit-chatty. I had, I had, I had, you know, you know, uh, very little time to do any chit-chatting because I literally had to be like, I've got this much work to do today and I've got to just keep my, keep my head in the book. So uh, whoever I happen to be doing the, you know, like uh, the scenes with, or like if I was doing the, this, the first couple scenes with, 
um, with Paulina, then I would just be like, let's go, come on. Let's, and we would go sit down and we would, and we would run lines and we would, you know, work out moments and stuff like that. And then, um, if they didn't call us for, you know, for, if they called us for rehearsal, then of course we would go and we, we would block the scene and we'd rehearse it. And, um, and then we'd be ready for a take. If I had more time and I felt like, okay, with that scene, uh, because there was so much work to do in a, in a given day, then I would be like, what's this, what's the scene after that? And if it was with another actress or an actor, then I would go find them. And I would be like, Hey, let's, let's, uh, let's, 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 let's go over this. You know? So I was always planning ahead. Um, and we had, we had enough time, you know, uh, on set to, to, you know, uh, work things out. But like I said, if, if we chose to like, you know, hang out at craft service and, and, uh, play cards, you know what I mean? The, mm-hmm. Then it, we, we, it, there was just no time for that. Um, and then if I got, if I felt, if I felt like I had a comfortable enough grasp with what I was doing for the day's work, then I would, then I might look forward to, to, uh, the following day. And I might start, to, you know, look, look, study those scenes and prepare for those scenes. And if I was doing those with some of the people, you know, I would say, how are you feeling about what you're doing today? Are you, you know, do you feel comfortable enough to flash forward to tomorrow? And let's, and let's, let's, let's take a look at, at those. Um, but yeah, there, there was an incredible amount of work to do. And, um, and so just had to keep my, keep my, my nose in the, in the script as often as possible and also stay flexible because sometimes not a lot, thank God, but sometimes things things would change. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be like, oh, we're 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 moving the scene a day, you know, a day ahead. Uh, and so, um, so yeah, it was it was fun like that. I mean, sometimes, I mean, ideally, you always you want everybody wants more time to prepare, right? And then yeah. sometimes you can you can get something kind of. Uh, really real and kind of raw and and you know i i did have the the flexibility not to say whatever i wanted of course i always try to respect the writer and, and the words but i could kind of just stay present listen and react and and if the lines came out slightly different you know as fine as long as it was in the, in the same uh ballpark but i forget what the question was what was the question <laughs> Even I've forgotten at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. How, Did you have time to rehearse with the the actors on set or something like that? Uh, just to get that that camaraderie. Like if you're if you're playing a family member to oh, someone, the camaraderie. Yeah, yeah, you just kind of want to have that yeah. that that natural bounce off each other. But yeah, I, I I'm guessing right. if, so if that, it's such a compact shoot, you just don't have that luxury. Well, I will. I will. There's the last thing I'll say about the, about this question because yeah, I'm glad glad you remember what it was. But there is the one kid who plays my brother, right? So mm-hmm. that's kind of an interest, interesting dynamic. Even though I don't I don't have that many scenes with him, um, but so yeah, we had time. We had not not. I mean, we had yeah, we had we had we had enough time to spend around, and we and we got we got along well. I mean, by the time we shot that first scene where we're, we're at the junkyard and he comes to me to ask for help, like we had been shooting for a while. So we, we had some laughs and we had gotten to know each other a little bit. So we kind of had this rapport that was natural. But the, the one that was really, like I said, was the girl, Paulina, because I knew I was going to be spending so much time with her. We actually had time. 
we actually had time to really get to know each other, you know, um, because we were, we would be sitting in cars for hours. We would be sitting in scenes like we were pretty much attached at the hip throughout the thing. So yeah, we would work on the scene, but then we also got, you know, got to know each other. And then, uh, um, and so, yeah, we, we definitely uh, de- developed um, a tight bond. I would say with her specifically because I was with her so much of the mm-hmm. shoot that, it allowed for some uh, talk about stuff. And in fact, we, we shared it before we even shot a scene the first, the first day before we even shot a scene together, we were talking during uh, lunch and uh, we shared, you know, a, a, a moving, you know, a, a, a moment that, that moved both of us. And I think that kind of, you know, it was about our dogs who both you know, passed away and, and it, it kind of, bonded us in, in that in that moment before we even shot a frame so there's the long answer and we came back to the original question <laughs> gotcha <laughs> right? how how long was the shoot was this a matter of weeks or was this a matter of months uh, this is a matter of I prefer the audience to watch the movie, and then we can have a follow-up interview. We can discuss how quickly we did it. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> I, 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 I prefer not to put a label on it. I, I'm mm-hmm. just going to tell you it was a really tight schedule. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it, 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 yeah. If I if I told you how tight, you would be you would be like you would be like I think I just fell into some hallucinogenic trip or something. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you're talking about you know blistering pace, blistering pace, bla- blazing, you know, blazing through pages, but, um, but very controlled. You know what I mean? Like you usually when you think of fast shoots, right? Mm-hmm. You think, um, you think panic or you think like this, this, there's a sense of urgency all the time and you know and it, and and it leads to kind of sets getting kind of crazy and spinning out of control and stuff like that and, um but that that wasn't the case you know like so jared he first of all he's very experienced he brings a lot of experience to the table he he, he knows how to block scenes um uh that a action scenes that can be a little bit complex with three to eight actors and action and this and that and that and stuff like that. And a lot of that stuff, you always think we need time. We need more time. We're done. So he's really good at uh, like turning into a scientist during that, those moments. And so, but so yeah, the, the, the set was always cool, even though we were going at a blistering pace. And we were working on a real tight schedule and we were always trying to make our, our, our day, you know, in time, um, like the set was cool. Like everybody was working together and there was a grounded energy, which I always believe starts from the director and comes down, you know, and he, he, uh, you know, I love that guy. We're good friends now, but he, he always stays very cool. Like nothing gets him off his, <laughs> off his center, you know, and sometimes when the, the set would start to get a little bit, you know, like ah, they would start to, people would start to bug out. Um, he would just, just be like, just keeping it grounded and like, okay, cool. Let's do it. Like what's next. All right. Boom, 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 boom. And then, so that would kind of, we were all able to kind of piggyback on that, on that vibe. So super um, efficient filmmaking. Just 
super efficient filmmaking, which is an art in itself. And then, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, it's a great lesson and like, it doesn't help to freak out. Right. So, you know, a lot of times when we're under pressure, whether it's in filmmaking or in life, you know, there's a tendency to, uh, you know, freak out and react. And, mm-hmm. you know, and so it's a, it, it's a great lesson in just staying grounded, staying present, breathing, you know, um, and like just staying focused on the next, next thing. What's, you know, what's the next thing in front of me? What's the next thing in front of me? I don't, I don't need to go too far into the future. I don't need to, you know, as they call it, future tripping or fortune telling, you know, if I get too mm-hmm. far into the future, you know, the future is a scary place. Uh, just, just keep it here. Uh, so. Uh, was there, uh, even though you were going at such a fast pace uh, to get this movie done, was there a particular scene that you really enjoyed filming that you kind of wish you can kind of go back and relive that moment? Um, give me a second. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, um, let's see. The uh, the scenes that were most fulfilling for me as an actor and as a human being were 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 the scenes, um, you know, that re- required you know a, an emotional ingredient, you know, mm-hmm. um, beyond just you know, anger or intensity or, you know what I mean? Like all, all the, all the action, which, you know, which, which, which would be, um, the scene where he, uh, you know, they're up on the mountaintop and he's talking to the girl and he kind of, you know, has a meltdown about, uh, without spoiling the storyline, but you know, about the, about the tragedy that happened when he was, when he was racing and which caused him to, to retire. And that and that whole bit um, was one of was one of them, uh, and uh, because you know it it required um, you know it wasn't just fast paced back and forth action in the car. It, it required the character to really re- reveal his inner inner life and expose some of the pain and regret, you know, <clears throat> that that he. Uh, had been through so mm-hmm. um you know as as an actor you always you always hope that you can go there and and in this particular case it's not only can you go there but can you go there quickly you know so so um and that scene uh was a- it actually became longer it became longer because Jer- jared wrote so there was the first part of the scene where he's talking about what happened in the race that was the tragedy and then it went into a kind of a monologue that jared had uh written while we were shooting for me and then i took the scene and kind of reworked it myself but it was a lot of dialogue it was it was a lot of dialogue and like i said i was not so but um i remember the first take you know i remember i had i was i was like staring down the barrel of a gun when thinking about that scene because I knew how long it was and I knew how much dialogue there was. Um, 
And so I remember when we went up on that, it was a beautiful little spot right up there in the mountain. And, and we did the first take and I, I like stumbled through it. And I was like, I was like, Oh God, that I was thinking to myself, you know, that, that did not go well, you know? And I just thought, fuck, you know, and I just said, okay, okay. Just set it aside. It was just the first take. It's like, you can, you can get it on the second take. And on the second take, it just, you know, it just, it just fell, it fell into place, you know, it fell into place. Yeah. Uh, um, so, um, that was a cathartic scene because, um, you know, because I was able to tap into some, you know, uh, emotion that the character was experiencing and also at the same time, uh, tap into, uh, you know, some, some of my own pain, you know, in my mm-hmm. life and my, my, some of my regrets and stuff that I've been through. And so I think those scenes are always, uh, rewarding because you, it's it's kind of the, you know, as an actor, you're like, you you hope you can go there. Am I going to be able to go there? You know, like even if you've been there before and you know you can do it, you always think, what if I can't? You know, what if I don't get to where I need to go? You know, and there's that fine line between pressing and doing something melodramatic versus really, um, you know, authentic, real emotions coming out. You know, which every actor's that's you know i mean there's all kinds of tricks right you know putting mm-hmm. your hand covering your eyes with your hands and pretending like you're crying and then there's just real emotion coming out and anytime you can do that those are always magical moments so that that scene and then the scene towards the end which i won't spoil uh but you if you saw the movie where you know the the last scene with his brother uh mm-hmm. we're both two of those scenes where <clears throat> they were very fulfilling to me as an actor because, um, you know, I felt like I was able to go where, where I needed to go, uh, emotionally. Uh, one of my last questions is when, when you're performing an emotional role and you're getting invested in that character that taps into, like you said, your own pain, uh, is it, do you find it ever hard to shake off that character once you're, once you've wrapped filming or are you able to just, just drop it? Um, yeah, no, I, I, I feel like, you know, in, in this case, um, you know, I was, I was able to, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm able to drop it. I mean, if you, if you get into some really complex character work, for example, like what, what Joaquin Phoenix did in the Joker, you know, I can't speak mm-hmm. to that level of character work because, um, you know, if you really, if you really, you know, do something like that and you have the time, you go spend time at the mental institution and you study and you really go deep into the insanity of a character, you know, I don't, uh, you know, that, that I would imagine that that would stick around with you. In this particular case, um, you know, I've always, I, I, I've said at times, you know, I'm grateful for the pain that I've experienced because now it has a purpose, you know, and, and, um, um, I've had a really great life, but I've also been through some really challenging stuff and I've had my fair share of, you know, a uh, pain and suffering and loss and regret. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so that was always there bubbling under the surface and it was there. Like even when I would come home from shooting, you know what I mean? It, it was, it was, it was there. It was, it was there. Um, and, um, 
and so yeah i was just like i remember the last day we shot i was like man there was there was a purpose for the pain you know like you know it's like thank 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 god that i've lived a little bit and i'm rough around the edges because i was able to use that but yeah once it's over i just kind of just kind of shake shake it off and and move on you know uh and and go back to trying to find the humor in life right i mean yeah we, have, yeah. we, need, we, we need to keep on laughing you know i mean uh that's a, that's an important thing so yeah i also do like to laugh a lot on set which which i do you know so uh, I think you can do both, you know. Mm-hmm. I've heard of some actors like uh, that 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 never break character, but um, I believe you can have yeah, a laugh. I can't imagine being trapped, <laughs> being trapped in a mindset that isn't your own for a prolonged period of time. I would just, I would go insane. That's why I kind of like when if I do auditions, it's usually for uh, bouncer number three, something that doesn't require a whole lot of me. <laughs> right <laughs> right right that's hilarious yeah that's great you're like yeah no you're like yeah no for bouncer number three you know what i did three months of, of research working in the clubs busting heads ended up in the hospital <laughs> right well mm-hmm. yeah so all um, right michael um did that, that answer that, that question yeah, that that wraps it up for me. Uh, Fast and Fierce Death Race was, uh, I think it came out today on digital, correct? Um, no, it actually came out uh, one week ago. Oh, a week ago. Hold on, are you oh. still there? Yeah, uh, it came out on the 19th, so that was last, okay. last Tuesday. All right, it's already out. Everyone can go see it and uh, and, <laughs> and enjoy it, and then... Then maybe we'll do that follow-up interview after everyone's had a chance to uh, <laughs> to look into, and then we'll, we'll speculate about uh, about um, what it was like to film it <laughs> under those conditions. Oh, I would love that, Mike. I really enjoyed talking with you. So yeah, thank you, and uh, uh, you got my number. So let me know, and uh, uh, I appreciate you. I appreciate uh, yeah, you no taking problem, the time. Man. No, thank you, and uh, you have yourself a good evening. I hope I uh, get to talk to you again soon. All right, Mike. Take care now. All right, you too. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.